Hi, I'm Michael Sunoff, founder and CEO of HardToFindSeminars.com. For the last five years, I've interviewed the world's best business and marketing minds. Along the way, I've created a successful publishing business, all from home, from my two-car garage. When my first child was born, he was very sick, and it was then that I knew I had to have a business that I could operate from home. Now my challenge is to build the world's largest free resource for online downloadable MP3 audio business interviews. I knew I needed a site that contained strategies, solutions, and inside angles to help you live better, to save and make more money, to stay healthier, and to get more out of life. I've learned a lot in the last five years, and today I'm going to show you the skills you need to survive. Don't even believe what we say. Just do the system. If it works for you, pay us. If it doesn't, don't. In what business are you in? Commercial cleaning. You're in the commercial cleaning business. Right. Okay, how long have you been in it? Uh, a little over 13 years now. Okay. What is commercial cleaning? Basically, it's office cleaning. You go in on evenings and weekends when uh, people have left their office space. You go in and simply clean it. Okay. And how did you get into it? Got into it uh, about 15 years ago. I had a real bad setback with my back. Yeah. And uh, were you working? Have you were you working for someone else before your back went out? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was working actually as a photocopier technician. Okay. Browse fixing copiers and back machines and whatnot. Right. How long did you do that for? Oh, about six years. Yeah. How was Young man at that point. That was about my second job. So I was stuck at that. And then I hurt my back. Uh-huh. How did you hurt your back? I lifted a copier and twisted at the same time. And it, did you hear it go out? I felt it, yeah. Really? So what, did it put you in bed? Uh, well, the first time it just put me on my back. I was uh, quite young at that point. Right. It put me on my back, and I was off swinging again in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I injured it again. Lifting something. I uh, had really bad case of sciatica, which means, you know, I couldn't work or anything. And this went on almost like crazy that a young family. Yeah. How, how, old, how old were your kids at that time? Oh, God. Um... Well, I had two at that point. Uh, one was six, and the other was two. Wow. And so were you, could you walk around? No, not really. You no. couldn't even? I could not sit, walk, uh, stand, anything. You know, I tell you, I think about that, too, because I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old, but, I mean, I think, God, and I've got another one on the way. And when there's things, heavy things to be lifted and stuff, I say no. I'll pay somebody else to do it, because if I, if I screw up my back, I'm screwed. And, they, and you don't know how it is until you do your back in. It is really, it, it just puts you right out. Okay. So you had a young, you had a young family. You're basically crippled. You couldn't, you couldn't work. You couldn't move around. You couldn't really, you know, hug your kids or pick them up. So what'd you, what'd you do at that point? Were you going to chiropractors and stuff? Oh yeah, I was going to chiropractors. Um, back you, you know, I was getting spinal taps and uh, myelograms and CAT scans and everything like that. Anything help? 
Uh, no. Just the slow progression of time. I was on all sorts of pain pills and muscle relaxers and all. Right. Had a bad back. It certainly relates to it. Now, how long did that go on for? Uh, that went on for two years. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, it was not what can you imagine not being able to provide for your young family. You know? Was your wife working? Yes, she was, but still, you know, you know, you just felt useless. You just feel like a loser. Well, you, the point is, is you want to do something, but you just can't. Right. You just can't. So, rather than absolutely going crazy, I decided, well, I'm going to put my time to better use here. I'm going to study and search the field and see what is out there in terms of the business. I knew, as a younger man, I always wanted to... Uh, get into business. I just never had the time to really give it much. Yeah, exactly. So I searched and searched around for oh about uh, four, and looking at different options, you know, different startup businesses, what it would cost to get into this uh, endeavor, that right. endeavor, mm-hmm. this line of business, that line of business, and I passed by um, the janitorial business. So many times thinking that, you know, there's got to be something that's better than that because, uh, you know, I can't see doing the work and then you're making a little bit of money, fine. You know, how are you, how are you going to make some money out of that? And the more I got digging in to other businesses, I, I kept running across commercial cleaning. And I started seeing the more knowledgeable I got, the more I was able to spot, well, this has a big profit margin. Okay, it has a big profit margin. It's mostly labor is your cost, your material costs are next to nothing. You can actually grab, uh, you know, uh, some cloth and a couple of cleaning solutions in a bucket and away you go. I mean, it, it's so cheap, so mm-hmm. that was a real good point. Now, when you say when you passed by, was there a physical location that you kept driving by or, or when you were looking for business opportunities and looking at all the different ones, janitorial was one that, that was advertised and something for you to consider? Exactly. Well, I, I, I kept passing it by in the respect that uh, I, was, I was researching and researching. I had nothing but time on my hands. So I was researching probably 12, 13 hours a day, seven days a week, because I had nothing else to do. I couldn't do anything else. Where were you researching? Uh, libraries. Uh, I get my wife to get stuff from the library. I had phones. I'd have the phone by my bed. I'd be doing some marketing research on the phone. And, okay. Um, you know, just anything uh, I could. Were you looking like an entrepreneur magazine? Oh, yes. I used to get entrepreneurs success small business. And you see those ads like they laughed They laughed when I told them I cleaned floors or they laughed, you know, those. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny, and I phoned, like that was a lot of, to be honest with you, that was a lot of the, that, that captured my attention in small businesses that had been successful with putting their ideas out of these entrepreneurial magazines. Right. was one of them. And back then that was uh, quite an outstanding one, entrepreneur. There's quite a few more now at this point, but, so, the more I thought, well, I'm going to really give this a good going over because I keep um, looking at it and everything that's good about one thing, one business, is even better with the janitorial. And I thought, well, you say, well, it's easy enough. That's good. Startup cost good. Um, is it easy enough to multiply yourself, uh, get leverage, so to speak? Um, yeah, that was good, too. Uh, you know, a lot of housewives, people with jobs, they want part-time work for you. You put them in one or two days a week and leave. So finding people to do the work wasn't a problem? No problem. And pretty much anyone can do it if they can oh, follow instructions? Pretty much everyone wanted to make an extra four or five, six hundred bucks a month, you know. Okay. So you, uh, 
no, that no, that was never a concern, never is, never has been. Um, the, and so I thought to myself, well, I'm going to really take a look at this. So I narrowed it down between that and one other line, and I eventually decided... What was the other line? What do you mean by the line? Uh, the other one, we were, I was going to go into an actual storefront, mm-hmm. um, have a convenience store operation, and, and have all the hassles and headaches of uh, manning, staffing, so out of all the stuff, all the research while you're laying in bed, all the businesses you looked into, you narrowed it down to two things. It could have been a, a retail-type location, store, or this, this cleaning and cleaning janitorial-type business. Exactly. And you went with the janitorial. Well, I did because it, it, it heads over heels. Uh, there's no competition. There's no comparison, really, because you have absolutely no risk to get into the business. Right. Now, now some of the entrepreneurs, anyone considering a janitorial business, may be considering one in the Entrepreneur Magazine like a franchise. Now, aren't some of these franchises, like, expensive? Oh, oh. well, see there, I, was, I had enough time, Michael, to actually research and find out, okay, here's the methods for cleaning, here's the solutions for cleaning, here's the marketing, and then I started looking into the marketing. So I thought, well, I don't need these guys. You know, why should I pay $13,000 to get into, uh, you know, a large Danny King operation, plus give them royalties, and then uh, plus I'm going to go in there and and be one of the lowest prices uh, out there. Like, why did not provide very good quality? And do they control your marketing and advertising? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're basically, you're an employee. You're a glorified employee. Yeah, you're hamstrung. You are. And so, like I say, I did enough research and marketing uh, research to strike out on my own. And I thought, well, I have nothing but time anyway. That's what I'm going to do. So uh, rather than pay all them upfront costs, I thought, well, you know, I, I took basically, uh, for under $50, I had everything all, I had sponges, moths, uh, buckets, uh cleaning solutions, and you don't need much, just a few little uh, squirt bottles to start with. Why invest the big? You know, you get one contract, right. and you need the arsenal and stuff, and the that's first. All right, now this is 15 years ago, right? That's 15 years Okay, so you got all your supplies for around 50 bucks. You pretty much didn't have any money because you hadn't been working, and because of your back injury. Was your back feeling good enough at that time, or were you just planning on getting someone else to do the work? No, I just got someone else to do the work. Okay, so you, you just started the business. Tell me, how how did you get your first customer? After you got your supplies, what did you do? This is this what I'm really proud of, and I use this type of stuff to this day. Um, the, the type of marketing that, that I've developed is very um, personal, and people just love it. Like you, it, This is the type of industry that people come in, and they, they provide just usually a terrible service, and uh, they're unhappy. The customers are unhappy with them, and if you can go in there and first of all, make them comfortable that you are going to provide them with a good quality and here's what you're going to do. And then um, one of the ingenious ways that, that I've done it, among many, um, is to actually show them step by step what they would get and then uh, a sample of it as well. Uh, so I had no problem getting customers. Um, and then because of I was offering quality, I had no problem offering my service for more than what the other chap did. Okay, but how did you get that first customer? Tell me about your very first account. Do you remember it? Account? Okay, I simply uh, looked 
like I said, I did all the marketing research, and I thought, okay, what can I do right from here if I don't? So I basically, I opened up uh, the phone book, developed a good little um, script, uh, an introductory situation, and I was really concerned, like, oh, are people going to think I'm telemarketing and, and uh, hang up on me? Well, you know something, in business, the etiquette isn't such as that. You know, if you uh, tell them, you know, the, the simple little uh, few liners that I have, um, you know, who you are, etc., then they're more than happy to entertain you, especially, and if you call enough of them, you know, you say, okay, I'm going to call 50 a week. Okay. And then you keep calling them back once a month, say, with the same material that I, that I developed over the years. Eventually they know, okay, oh, yeah, this is Dave Reynolds again. Yeah, how are you, Dave? Some of them will be friendly to you. Some of them will just know nothing yet. Uh, right. You know, but it's a numbers thing. And, you know, to my experience, there's, there's out, of, uh, out of 10 customers that get their offices cleaned professionally by someone like myself, at any given time, it's at least two half, two one half. Right. If they're unhappy enough, if they feel comfortable enough with you, they're unhappy enough to get your truck. So you, at that time, you knew almost nothing about marketing. You didn't really know other more sophisticated ways to generate leads without doing telephone grunt work. I was out by the seat of my pants. You were out by the seat, and you did the only thing you knew how. You opened up the stupid phone book, yep. and you started calling people and telling about yourself, what you do, and your service. Exactly. And you did pure telemarketing, and sometimes that's what you have to do. I remember when I started my pen business, that is what I did. I was on the phone for hours every day, calling, cold calling. It's the hardest kind of sales there are, but if you're the type of person who could stick it out and your desire's there, you're going to get sales. There's a saying, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Right. <laughs> you, you, you know? Okay, so... Well, you know, the nice thing is, too, Michael, is that... Um, like I say, what I would do is I had 50 customers I would call, and okay, here's the names of them, and I just all I did basically was check them off in the phone book, and then uh, the next week I'd call a different 50, and then I would wait, to, you know, for uh, you know for another two weeks, and then I'd call back the first 50 again, so it would be a month. Okay. I call the next 50, and that's the first method I used, and it wasn't, it was just a hello, how are you, uh, you know, here's why we're better than everybody else type of a thing. Okay. Never needed. Um, so, uh, through that, um, I got more, you know, and then we started to get more and more and more contracts in, and uh, as time went on, uh, my back got better, I was able to pitch in, so was my wife, and we got out there and got a little bit of field experience, and it's kind of nice. Like, you think at the start, well, I don't know whether I want to do that. But you know something? There's no one around to bother you. You don't have any, any bosses over top of you looking, making sure you get this done. All, everything's up to you. Right, right. Um, and so you don't have any hassles to work at. Anyone that's worked in a job before, you know you can have quite, uh, quite a few situations come up that uh, might be unpleasant because of uh, other people's attitudes and whatnot. And, I, and we just felt, my God, this is good points. Right, right. Now let's talk about this. You, when you land a contract, let's talk about money. It only costs you, it costs you peanuts for your supplies. Exactly. You, you do some low-cost regenerating and you get a customer. Let's talk about an average customer. Right. What's it worth? What's it going to put in your pocket? This is where you're going to jump up and down and think, why isn't everybody a, a commercial cleaning? Okay. 
the average contract that we have is close to four hundred and fifty some fifty seven dollars. Now what does that mean? That's that's is that what you make on an average contract? That's a, that's the total take on a contract. You know, some of them uh, you know, you, you just see they're a couple days a week, one day a week, three days a week, you know. Okay, so a contract may be one or two or three days a week. It could be, it could be five too, but we don't uh, you don't even need to go into that stuff. It's just so it's so lucrative. Uh, so you get one, two, three day a week contract, and you have accounts for four hundred fifty-seven. So say four hundred and four hundred fifty dollars on the average. You're going to make four hundred and fifty bucks, and then minus whatever your costs are. Well, here's the nice part. And uh, if we had a drum roll here, you'd be just amazed. I want to get you in, in helping me do this. Uh, okay. Get this word out. This is why. What other business can you get into that you can get forty uh, percent for yourself? After you pay your staff. Yeah, that is so nice. Forty percent of four hundred dollars, four hundred fifty. Let's just say four hundred dollars is uh, forty, eighty, hundred and sixty, hundred and sixty dollars, hundred and eighty dollars is four hundred. So you get hundred and eighty dollars in your pocket each month for that guy's labor, and you times that by a thousand contracts. Right. And my, like myself, and the money's just phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, but a guy listening to it, thinking about getting into the business at first, he can't think of a thousand contracts. He's got to start off thinking, he's got to start thinking, well, how many contracts can I do part-time when I get started? And let's say, realistically, without fail, being very conservative, if they just followed your instructions and actually did something and lifted a finger, that they could, would you say they could get uh, ten contracts up for the month? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's, there's, there's so many unsatisfied people out there you can get at least that. And, you know, the, the methods I've developed and perfected through the years, you, you can't help but lose them. It's not just telemarketing. I have other, you know, other ways that it all depends what you're comfortable with. Right, Dave, what ten contracts, ten average contracts, let's say it's 500 bucks. Okay. Ten average contracts a month is going to is going to bring five grand a month, and you're making about forty percent of that net. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's almost like a, a that's almost like a, you know an average job for some people. Oh, I know. You can you, you'd be so far past your average job in no time at all. Now, are you sure you as the owner are you do are you going out there cleaning or are, are other people doing this? Other people are doing it. So you're not doing anything but almost except scheduling and running the business. Well, let me tell you what I'm doing. Okay, here it is. It's, it's five to eleven. I'm laying on the carpet here with the bottle of water and, and talking to you. I got to go meet meet a chap for lunch now at twelve o'clock. Um, in, in the city, and I'm in a little town outside the city. My wife's out shopping. Okay. Um, I mean, this, you know, and, and I've got managers managing the account, um, and all you do with the managers, like, uh, I we pay 50% of a contract to a regular person who, you know, um, who is just going to go out there and clean. And then if you have it managed, it's 60%. So, uh, all our contracts are managed now, 60% across. Okay, so for instance, let's say you get an office building and you got a contract to clean it five nights a week. The guy you bring in and hire to clean it, you offer them to manage the account and handle the appointments, handle all the problems, handle the scheduling, everything, where they don't bother you for an extra 10 cents, 10%. Well, if they're managing other accounts for me, that, like, I mean, that, that's what I mean. It's possible enough, like, 
you can make, you know, there's some accounts we go into, and I'm not exaggerating, 25 bucks is the minimum an hour. Okay. Now, you've got to think, making $25 an hour profit. What do you mean? Now, I'm lost. You think, what's $25 an hour? Okay, let's say that they go in and clean a place, uh, an office. You're, you're the person you hired to manage it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, maybe I should back up here a bit. So All right, no problem. Um, the 60% that you're talking about, they get they normally get paid 50% if I just give them the contract and they and want them to clean it. Okay. But this, I give 60% if you're going to, you know, watch over other contracts and uh, hire other people uh, to um, do other other of our contracts. Okay. So you could have 10 people working um, for you doing um, 20 contracts and making 10% off of each one of them. I got you. Make fifty fifty dollars off of the average contract. Okay. Five times ten. Then you know, off of their labor. Yeah, you become a you become a manager. Yeah, or what they call a subcontractor, exactly. And that's how you that's how you handle the growth of the business. Oh, and it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's talk. I mean, obviously, you've been doing this fifteen years, and anyone listening to this probably, you know, is interested in it. Obviously, can you share and whatever you're comfortable with? Can you share with us the success of your business? I mean, give us some. You know, tell us what's going on in your business, and, and can you give us any numbers? Oh, I give you. Give us some numbers. What? Okay, first of all, um, I, we grew this business um, to be very successful, and then I got I diversified into another industry, um, which is cost reduction expense control. Okay. Now, in that, I almost lost my shirt uh, because people were not ready for it here up in Canada. It went over quite good in the States, but that's where you go in and you cut offices. Expenses, uh, utility expenses, and that's that's Okay. All right. Let's let's stick with the janitorial stuff, though. Yeah. Okay. So basically, uh, I at that point, this was four years ago. Um, we almost lost it all because I tried to diversify. Okay. We managed to hold on to the house, the vehicles, and uh, that's about it. We had to start scratch. Okay. Okay. So here we go with my knowledge. Um, First year, actually it wasn't a full year, but we can count it as a full year. I did be able to see for it. First year, we, we shot up $77,000. In, in sales or contract? Yes, that's right. And were you, did, and were you guys managing them all yourself? Yes. That was the very first year of business? Very first. Yes. Okay. Second year, we're just a little under 200. Wow. Third year, 376. Okay. And you know something? We're coasting. Like, I mean, we... Yeah, you're taking it easy. We, like, yeah, I'm at home. Like, like I say, I'm at home talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to lunch at noise, I'm shopping. Mm-hmm. We're enjoying life. You know, you know, you see these, these pictures, uh, you know, of these actual magazines. And, you know, I just, you know, I get up in the morning whenever I want. Well, you're, you're talking to them. Right. Um... You know, I, I can't, I'm not exaggerating in the least. No, I understand. You know, I got up this morning, uh, I had the nanny come in, and I go, honey, I'm going running. And I went down to the bay, and I'm in San Diego, and I mean, it's like 65 degrees, absolutely gorgeous. And I got my run over with in the morning. I hate doing it, but I, I make myself get out and do it. But it's wonderful, and I stop at, I stop at Starbucks on the way back and grab a coffee, and it's no pressure. I mean, working for yourself, the lifestyle you lead, 
It's almost like you got to pinch yourself. you got to be reminded how lucky you are. Oh, I know. It's amazing. We've got all the time in the world for the kids. Yeah. Um, you know, we go, like, we took the kids to Disneyland, the whole family. Right. Mother, father, and kids to Disneyland last year. We went to Cuba uh, in the winter, Disneyland in the summer. That's great. You know, we could take two good full vacations a year. Right. Um, but this is all what this is able to afford me, you know. Yeah. Hey, and anyone listening to this, I, I did another great interview with a guy named Art Hamill, and he's he's up on my website at hardtofindseminars.com on the audio clip page. And this guy is the master at bought, at how to buy a business. And he talks a lot about how you've got to be crazy working for somebody. And it's a very interesting audio clip if anyone's interested in listening to it. I think it's audio clip number 33. All right, but let's get going. You, the first, okay, you gave us some numbers about the first, second, and third year in business. Now, are we talking about your very first business, very first year, 15 years ago, or no. since you recovered from your problems? Recovered from our, uh, we had a bankruptcy. Okay, you had a bankruptcy. So we went flat out. We were, we started from ground zero. No mm-hmm. money. We had, you know, uh, nothing. Okay. And then, and then I had three kids. Now, before anyone gets into this business, what advice could you give them? You made a big, you made a big mistake. What did you learn from that mistake? What would you share with someone who does get into this business? What not to do? How not to do what you did? Did you just a proven track? Did you just get? Did you get too big for your britches? You thought you could do anything because you had some big success in this, or what? Yeah, that's part of it. Uh, to be honest with you, Mike, that's part of it. But the other thing is too is that I was already on a system. I already had a system that was working perfectly, and I would have just stuck to it now. He got bored. Pardon me. He got bored with your system. Yeah, I got feel like you know. Uh, okay, done this figured this out, I'm on to the next one. I'm going to get bigger and better. Right. But the more you realize, you know, as, as when me and my wife were building it back up again, there isn't anything really better than this. Yeah. It's to our thinking, because where can you go? You land a contract once, you get it for years, and keep generating, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month, every month, every month. It's a residual. Oh, it's perfect. And then you've got add-on sales that I'm just starting to learn about. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, actually, uh Another good system that, that I have is a referral system where your leads are, are you know, they're, they're free from your from your customers. Yeah. You know, all the, the, the pages, here's what to say to the customer after you've been listening for so long and, and uh, get this type of a letter from them. And then that, you can go charge even more for your services to people that he knows. Right. Before we get into more of the techniques, let me ask you this question that comes into my mind. Okay, you talk about getting a contract. Now, I'm thinking if I'm going to get into this business, does that mean if I land a contract over the phone, i got to go schlep out and meet with these people and sit down and have a lunch with them and sign paperwork, or can this stuff be done through the phone and fax machine? No, uh, you you physically have to go out and, and, and meet with them. And see the, yeah, that, I guess you would, because you have to see the place you're cleaning. You do. Okay. And that gives them also, uh, you know, a chance to meet you and you to introduce the company. All right, so you go out and you introduce the company, you go look at the facility, they tell you what their needs are as far as cleaning. What do you clean? What do we clean? What the, when you hire somebody, what's the general product that, that um, a, a business, let's say my office, if I hired you, what are you going to come in and do for me? Okay, we come in with, with uh, both uh, cloth and sponges and uh, mop and buckets behind the CF tile floor. 
they basically uh, is really quick. You can make a lot of money with it. You basically wipe down the desk, you the garbage, vacuum the carpet, wipe a few frames, and you're out. So it's a general dusting. Dusting, cleaning, wiping. Because these offices really do they they probably don't get that dirty, do they? Well no. <laughs> I mean, you know, there isn't kids playing with muck in there, you know. It's uh Do you wipe down the computer screens? Uh we, we wipe down the computers, we even wipe down the keyboards if they they don't mind us doing that. Most people don't. So you can be in and out of there within an hour? In well it all depends how big the office is. Right. But like a lot of the contracts uh, that we have, uh, one or two people can do it in an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. So do you have to do the bathrooms? Yep. The toilets? Yep. Windows? You bet. Um, what's, the, what's the worst part of it? What's the worst stuff to clean? Um, or, or you may go into places that are absolutely filthy and you may, you may choose not to do a job, right? Does that ever happen? Uh, well, no. I can't say it has. No. Okay. No. So it's just general life cleaning. And, yeah. and is that what is that what the market wants? Is just someone to come behind and do some general cleaning? Yeah, it's not. It's not just a general cleaning. Like we offer a service that's head and shoulders above everybody else, basically. So we charge a premium for that. Mm -hmm. And the system we have, um, like you could be in and out of an office very quick, but have everything done. And it's, it's, it's a system. And, and you've learned it over 15 years. Yeah, we've developed it over 15 years. And it's, you can clean a thing, whistle clean, an office whistle clean, you know, in, in, in five minutes where someone else could, could just mess it all up on the back and forth for, for 10 minutes and not do half of the job. Well, why, give me reasons why I should choose your service over, over this other service that may be 10 or 20% cheaper. Well, for one, uh, if you're always switching services all the time, which that's what happens in the industry, um, it takes all the management headache to find them. They, you know, they always interview three companies. Right. You know, so they're, they're, they're having people walk through their building. They're showing, oh, here's what needs to be cleaned. They're showing the second guy here that needs to be cleaned, the third guy here that needs to be cleaned. And who's usually, who, who do you make the appointment with? Who's usually taking you around? What, what the, the secretary or what? Yeah, it can be the secretary or the actual owner of the company. Okay. All right, so go ahead. And, you know, so every time this happens, and, you know, they've got problems before this happens, of course. They've tried to phone the company. Look, I, this wasn't clean, that wasn't clean. Can you fix this? Can you fix that? So it's taking, you know, they're, instead of running their own business, they're worrying about cleaning these. So um, with us, we can provide a, a higher quality cleaning for them. It's something that they actually pass on as referral uh, to you in the future, and I'll show you how that works as well. Uh, but anyway, um, our service is just better quality. You could, you know, if you want to run your own business, let us run. Let us worry about the cleaning. That's why you'd hire us. What makes it better than the other guy? Specific. That's partially what it is. Is uh, is the they don't have to worry about. Do you use non toxic cleaners? Yes, we do. Okay, so a lot of the others may use uh, harsh chemicals that may destroy the furniture? That's right, yeah. And what kind of, your vacuum cleaners, are they maintained well? Uh, for the most part, yeah. We, um, as a subcontractor, uh, we've got a series, series of checks and balances. Okay. It's all the subcontractors, they own their own vacuum. So if you get somebody to uh, do XYZ accounts, 
um, he has his own back to his own, uh, you know, he uses the things that you stipulate okay. for, for consistent quality. So the cleaners, are, the cleaners have, have a checklist of requirements before you even bring them on. Exactly. Now, are there background checks performed on your cleaners? How do I know as a business owner I'm not going to get, you know, ripped off? Oh, that's, see, we figured all that out. It's tough, that's just minor, but we have a security clearance form A that they require each time that someone, before they start uh, working for us. And, uh, what, what kind of checks do you do on them? basically criminal checks. You, you check a criminal background and make sure they've never been to jail? That's right. You see if they've had any criminal charges before. Okay. Yeah. And, you, and you call references? Oh, yeah. So you're screening of your, of your, your uh, subcontractors of who, do, who does the cleaning. is well, pretty rigorous. It is. But let's just back up just a second because when you hire a manager or managers, like uh, you always should hire a man and a lady who's going to manage a number of contracts for you. That all of a sudden becomes their job and they just report back. You have got Joe and Jim Smith to do XYZ account. Mm -hmm. Here is their security clearance form A. Here's two reference checks. I got you. Done. Okay. Thank you very much. File that in the file and, and uh, I go along for getting the Merrily. <laughs> okay. So you've developed a system. Let's talk about your system that if, if I'm a janitorial business and you've got 15 years of experience on how I can, how I can, how can you help me? I'm doing things that, that you may see are archaic or that are inefficient. What are you going to teach me with your system? And I understand you have something where I may be able to license your system where I pay a certain fee every month to use your ideas. Can oh, it's ideal. Like the, what I'm thinking of doing, and I was trying to incorporate your help uh, with it, was, you know, if someone was ever come up to you and say, look, I can make you, you know, $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, dollars a month, um, I'll show you how to do it, I'll do it, uh, I'll give you the system for it, uh, and all I want is $200 a month, say. Uh, sounds like a good deal. And I don't want, and I don't want anything until you make anything. How does that sound? Without any risk, I, I, I'd be a fool to say no. As a matter of fact, until money comes into your pocket, don't pay me. Okay. And you know what really excites me a lot is that you know so many people sitting on the fence wanting to see, wanting to get into something that's you know not very low risk. They don't you know they got a family or they don't want to they got a job but they're not making that much money or they'd like to be making more and they want to get into something. This is what it is. Like I'm not even like yeah sure I'd like to, to license this to all the janitorial companies out there to say, okay, here's what you can do to increase your sales. All but this time. is a real business opportunity for anyone. Well, this is the exciting part. Like, I think there is literally tens of thousands of people out there if they literally knew, if they had a shoe to slip into, so to speak, a, 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 a form to, to fit them, that they could just go along and just follow in the steps, bang, 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 and it's so simple. Well, Dave, with your direction and 15 years of experience, you could you could direct them exactly step by step how to get into this business. Well, I mean, that's you, what I'm looking to do. Yeah, that's why actually I, I wanted to talk to you. Well, let me ask you: How do you overcome? What would you tell somebody? How do you overcome the stigma of because let's say I got into this business and here's something and I this had is a problem with that too. yeah you've got to tell your friends that you're basically a maid. And, you, and that's embarrassing to a lot of people. What would you tell somebody how to overcome that? And, and do you know what I'm saying? Well, they're a maid is a, is a residential thing, but a commercial cleaning is a, is a janitor or whatever. But yeah, I get your concept. 
Yeah. And you, you want to know... Uh, I'm, sure, I'm just, the I'm just saying, look, if, if someone's listening to this, but they need to make money, it, obviously oh, their ego is going to get in the way. Sometimes. Can, yeah. What would you tell them how to overcome that, that problem or that thinking that, that cleaning office buildings is beneath them? Could you, I mean. Yeah, real simple. Um, basically, when you're in there cleaning that office building, you're making more than most people in that building themselves. Um, and as you get going in it, and as you know, there's, there's an old um, ad out there somewhere, I've seen somewhere in the past, where they all laughed when they said, when I said I was gonna clean carpets or something like that. Right. And, or, or do roofs or something like this. They all laugh or play the piano. Uh, but then their smiles were, you know, turned into gaping. Right. It's, it's, they they laughed when I told them I played the de- the piano, uh-huh. but when I started to play or something like that. Yeah, when I became Mozart the second or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, and this is what the, the string of events is. You Everything has a cost. You know, you, you, you give up time, you give up life, you give up prestige, you give up... Uh, you know, something, you know, there's nothing for nothing out there. But That's I'm true. Tell you, That's if, true. If you um, are concerned about that and you worry about what your friends think, well, now I'm the, I'm the you know, I don't mean to, to uh, brag or nothing, but I mean, people really look up to me. I'm a respected member of the community. I, I People, hello, Mr. Reynolds, how are you today? You know, it's like, they know we've made. We live in a beautiful. We built a a, a, a two-story brick house that's uh, just gorgeous. It's probably the nicest, almost the nicest, if not the nicest one in the town that I live in. Right. So you're um, a big, you're a big shot in the town. Well, getting there, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that feels good. You did it from you know residential cleaning. You did it from your. You did it on your own steam. Yeah. In your own business, that is something to be proud of. And so when you're into these offices and when you first start out, you know, if that's a little bit of a stigma for you, you know, that's, that's tough. I mean, everything comes with a price. Yeah, keep your eye on the ball. It's the lifestyle you're generating for your family. Oh, and, and, yeah, exactly. Like, all, you know, with my family now, talking to that, like, my brother and my mother actually was saying, you don't want to, you know, don't be, you'll never make it. You know, this isn't the right thing for you, you know. You're more professional and da 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 Right. But, you know, I knew in my head that they were wrong and I was right. You knew in your heart, too. I do, and I knew that all I had to do was, was put this into practice, and, and uh, now I'm the most successful in the whole family. So, uh, yeah, you got to give up the whatever has to start. But, you know, you either pay now or you pay later, and I'd rather get the, pay in, uh, the paying out of the way, you know, in terms of prestigious. Right. People, right. you know, whatever, and then uh, when you get uh, down the road a bit, you look back and just laugh. Right. How old are you? 30, 30 oh, sorry, 41. You're, four, you're a young guy. Oh, yeah. You're young, and you've got this business rolling, and, and, and so you've, you've gotten to a point of this business where you're you're making good money, and now you want, you. it's almost like you've gotten so much out of it, now you want to give back to other people and, and show them how they how they can do the same thing. It is. If I could just, you know, if, if people, if it would be just like, you know, a thousand people or, or across you know, the country, you can in the United States that we can just say, okay, look, don't even believe what we say. Just do the system. If it works for you, pay us. If it doesn't, don't. Okay. Try it. But let's say that, that this recording got in the hands of, of someone who is interested in the business. 
And let's say that person's me. Okay, I'm thinking about the business. Dave, this sounds really good. What's it going to cost me? What do I have to do to get going? How, you know, give me the details. If I want to get going this week, what do I need to do? Well, I haven't worked, worked out the exact format or anything. That's why I called you. But in a nutshell, uh, you know, I'd give you a small list of supplies, a starter, little, little, little starter kit, how to get some contracts and what to say. Okay, proven with the script of exactly what to say. Exactly. Here's just just exactly what you do. Exactly. If you, here, if you want some business, there. Okay. And then, you know, once you do, once you get a few and if you start popping in, Wasn't that making an extra $800 a month here? Right. $800 a month, I can't believe it. You know, I can do an $800 a month? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, you try to get an $800 a month raise at your, at your mm-hmm. <laughs> can you give us a, Can you give us a sneak peek of, of what you say to a business when you're calling up or, or some ideas of how I'm going to get uh, leads for the business? You mean off the start? Yeah, just right off the start. Let's say I, I, I started, uh, let's say I wanted to start today. Who would you tell me to call on first? Well, I give you actually a choice between probably three, and I'm just uh, guessing here. That's why I'd like some help for you to develop it. But sure. Probably a choice of three methods that have all worked, mm-hmm. and you can pick. Okay, if telephone isn't the right one, how would you like to send out a fax? Okay. If that doesn't. And what's the, here's what to say to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just use this. Change the name. Um, and uh, another way could be just actually going right in. Uh, Hi, Mr. Smith. So there's all three, you know, that could be three different methods right there. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable with one or all three of them? You know? Right. Um, what, what's your favorite method of getting a new client? To be honest with you? Yeah. Uh, I've got two of them. One is, the, you know, sending out the facts. Because it's non-confrontational. Yeah, and when they call, they are interested. Absolutely. Uh, the other one... And you will you supply me with all the artwork of exactly sure. what you put on the back? I'll tell you exactly. I'll, you can go word from word. Will you, send me, oh, will, you wanna... send, will you send me copies of the ones you use so I can model them? Yeah. That's going to be in the... I'll what to change in them, too, if you want. Okay. Um, and then uh, the other thing that is I just love, uh, and it's like a, I'm all, I almost had 100% with this. Okay, let's say... Um, Uh, this chap uh, yourself for instance uh, you know you all of a sudden you make 800 or 1500 whatever a month mm-hmm. extra and you're thinking wow look what I can do with that right okay and you've been doing them now for three months or whatever and you go in and you say you know Bill um, I've been doing it for three months I understand you're happy because I've phoned and, and you're okay I'm really glad to see that you know I'm a new business mm-hmm. I'm just trying to start out can you supply me with you know and I have a, a system Where they, you know, I have, I have customers, like, two weeks ago I got one customer um, that supplies us with 360 names of all the customers that they deal with, all the other businesses. Absolutely. That's brilliant. And, and, uh, here, let me just, uh, I'm right, I'm going to get up off the floor here and okay. come over to this file. Okay. And uh, I'm going to open this up. That's right, because these are businesses who are dealing with other local businesses, and they're going to refer you. And the thing is, is once you get into them, oh, yeah, you do uh, you do ABC, okay, great. Instant right? credibility. It is. Listen to this here. Uh, this is a, a letter of reference. I show you how to get this real easy. Um, Tuesday, May 28th. This was just uh, not too long ago. We're only on May 4th or June 4th. All right. Uh, Tuesday, May 28, 2002. To whom it may concern, re-janitorial services, Crystal Queen. 
Four and a half years, years ago, we started using Crystal Clean Janitorial to clean our offices, employee lunchroom and locker room and bathrooms. We went to Crystal Clean after having bad experiences, here's the key, with a family-run service and a franchise janitorial company. So they've tried both of them and had bad luck. When Dave Reynolds first approached me, I was quite skeptical as to what he could do that would set him apart from his competitors. Dave offered a preventative maintenance approach to his cleaning, and I explained what that is, uh, something his competition didn't. I liked the idea and decided to give Dave a try. When Dave first toured our facility, he asked me, and I show you what to do when you tour a facility as well. All right. Uh, he asked me what my expectations were. He then provided a cleaning plan that was executable and easy to manage. To date, I can say that I've had nothing but a good and an underlined good and a bold good <laughs> experience in dealing with Dave and the high level of service that he's been able to deliver. We meet a couple times a year or as necessary to schedule cleaning assignments that are seasonal in nature, such as window washing, stripping and sealing tiles, surfaces, etc. Otherwise, I do not have to concern myself with cleaning, and that's a good thing. If you're considering a new janitorial service, I strongly suggest giving Crystal Clean a call. You wouldn't be disappointed, but you would be pleasantly surprised. And he signed and dated it and put his company name, and then he's, he's also faxed me all the companies that he does business with and the names of the people to contact. That's wonderful. So you send that out in a letter. Exactly. Okay, that's great. You know, and then you take you take this in too with you to to the place where he's referred you. You call them first, and and uh, you know, even if you're not looking for a service right now, can I come by and see you sometime? And it's usually a friendly. Sure, just pop in. Absolutely, that's great. That's professional. Great. Then all of a sudden, you're you know, you're a professional talking to another professional, and they know that you you provide good quality and. All right, so I'm a janitorial. I'm interested in this license or in this thing. So are you saying for me to get going on it, what, what is it going to cost me to get going? Let's just pretend that you have everything ready. You've got your course. You've got sample faxes that you're going to show me what to send out. You have scripts in your kit of exactly for what I need to say. You show me how to, how to send the faxes out, what companies to use to send the faxes out, where if I don't want any confrontation, I can do it all by faxing and just answering the phone with someone ready for my services. You show me how to set up a manager. You show me how to do the book work and all those details. Right. You show me how to get set up as a, as a, a business. You know, I guess I, I probably got to go follow a fictitious business name and the details are like all that are in the kit, right? I, I could, yeah. I could easily put that in the kit. What it would cost you, you see, that this is such a fresh idea mm-hmm. and I want to, you know, like I just want to take a certain number of people and say, bang, 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 here's what you do and then I, I can't wait for the results to come right. back in. But it would only cost them... First of all, I wouldn't even charge them uh, except for maybe a, um, a shifting and handling charge to ship the material to them okay. to start with. Now, sure. I would give them a list of simple cleaning solutions to use. Okay. Uh, rock bottom minimum price. Okay. Um, so they'd have to invest. You mean cleaning cleaning uh, uh, solutions? Do you mean chemical solutions? Yeah, the, the cleaning products that you need. You need would a they, bottle of this and a bottle of that. So would they buy them from you or they, no, you, no, you no, just no. tell them where to get them? Sure. Yeah. Okay. The best prices. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so they get some cleaning cloths, a couple balls of solution, uh, maybe, you know, the vacuum cleaner that they have or whatever to take along and uh, away they go. 
Okay. And so then they get a contract. All of a sudden, bang, they get one. It's maybe for six hundred dollars. The next one's two hundred dollars. Are you going to get? Are you going to provide them or me with the actual contract that I sign? Sure. Okay. So you've you've got all the forms I need and everything. Yeah. Okay. I just customize them. Yeah. You just change the top of the letterhead and away you go. Okay. Okay. All right, so so you're going to give me all that information. All i got to do is pay for the material to get it to me. Then what's the agreement? If I use your system and I start generating business, I'm going to pay you a certain amount just for the use of my your ideas per month? Right. You're exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Let me put it really straight. Is that, you know, I could make you 800 1000 2000 10000 20000 a month. Would you pay me $200 a month? Right. Okay. That sounds like, I mean, I don't see why anyone would refuse that. Well, no, not only that. It's like when you actually, um, you actually, you know, you make money before you actually pay me or you just pay the shipping charge to get the material to you. I mean, you got no risk. Okay. All right, let me ask, anyone listening to this, how can they reach you? If someone's interested in getting going on this, can you provide your phone numbers or your mailing address or any contact information? Well, I haven't even got anything all set up yet. That's why, that's why I'm trying to call you, Mike. I was hoping that maybe you'd want to uh, uh, help me with this. Okay, sir. But I don't, like I said, at this point, at this point, Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't packaged it together as yet. All right. Well, I can certain I can certainly help you. I can certainly help you do that. But let's do this. Just just for um, let's assume you got everything packaged and someone was listening to this, right. and you're ready to you're ready to ship your your you have all the information. You just haven't organized it. But that's not going to take long to do. Now, I, yeah, I think what I would do off the start is I would just give you okay here is a marketing, three marketing methods, choose one. Okay. Here's how to register the business. Here's what cleaning solutions you need. That's simple. It's not going to confuse them. They don't have to wait through, you know, pounds of stuff. They can get right out. Bang. I want to say anyone listening to this who wants to get into a very low-cost business very inexpensively, very easily, and you're willing to do a little bit of work or, you know, a little telephone work, um, I think Dave's got an incredible opportunity. He's got 15 years behind him. He's done it. You heard the figures that he's done year after year after year. Um, it's all about lifestyle. So what if you're cleaning office buildings? It's very respectable. Everyone has to have it done, and the biggest thing, it is a residual income. It is monthly, over and over and over again. And you can set this business up with management where you don't actually have to lift a finger. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. All right. Dave, I want to thank you, really, for sharing um, all this information with me and with any of the listeners listening to this. And I urge anyone who wants to explore this a little bit more, you can either Email me at hardtofindseminars.com, and I'll put you in contact with Dave, and, um, and thanks for listening. It's Michael with Michael Senoff's hardtofindseminars.com, and another bonus tip. How would you like to turn your $28 book or ebook or even a concept in your head into a $3,900 information product? I'll provide you the secrets on how to do this if you'd like a completely free 30-day trial of my system for turning your simple book or even just a concept in your mind into an information product that you can sell for $97, $197, or even as much as $3,900 or more. 
This system includes a whole range of tricks and tips to help you pack your audio program full of great stories that take control of your listeners' brains. My information product creation system comes with my personal guarantee that you'll create an information product worth from 97 to 497 that's designed to sell like hotcakes. This is a 30-day free trial. If you'd like information on this, please email me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line, write in all caps, $28 book, and I'll email you information on how to turn your $28 book or even a concept in your mind into a $3,900 information product. Hi, this is Michael Senoff with Michael Senoff HardToFindSeminars.com. Here is another bonus tip and a valuable service that I offer to select clients. If you can talk into an ordinary telephone, you can be selling your own high price audio programs in as little as seven days. This is the easiest way on earth to create a series of powerful audio recordings for your own information product. I call you on an ordinary telephone and interview you live on a series of related hot topics about your niche subject. I take care of all the editing, all the technical stuff, and I give you the finished MP3s or WAV files and audio transcripts. I only have time to give this deluxe personalized service to a few more carefully selected clients. If you're interested in developing and creating your own valuable information product that you could have complete in as short as seven days and be selling for as high as $300, $500, even $3,900, please contact me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line of your email, please write info product information in all capital. Make sure I have your name and a way to contact you by phone and we can talk about your specific ideas. Or you may call me at 858-274-7851. Hi, it's Michael Sinoff here with another bonus tip from Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. It's called an audio infomercial. Your audio infomercial, which I create for you, will sell more products of yours faster, easier, and for less cost than any conventional advertising method, and I guarantee it 100%. Imagine catching yourself at concert pitch talking about what makes your business or your product service unique, what makes it special. Imagine taking a professional recording of that perfect sales presentation that I create for you and giving it to your prospect as an audio CD or an Internet download from your website. I can do this for you faster than you ever thought possible with my personalized audio informational recording service. If you're interested in this unique service, please contact me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line of your email, in all capitals, write audio infomercial, and I will get back with you with more information. Hi, it's Michael Sinoff here with another tip from Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. This tip is one that is dear to my heart, and the reason why is because I know what a difference it can make for your business. It has to do with editing your audio recordings. If you are using audio online or offline to sell, market, and educate your prospects, this tip will be the most important tip you ever hear from me. Editing your audio content 
content before you publish it to your site simply gets better results compared to unedited audio content. Think about this. A new song on the radio may be in the editing studio for months before it's released to the public. A new movie may take years in the editing process before it's released to the big screen or on DVD. Well-written sales letters, online promotions, books, and commercials are all meticulously edited to perfection before they are released. You would never dream of releasing an unedited version of any of these sales vehicles. So why would you publish unedited audio? Unedited audio content is abandoned by the listener faster, it produces less sales for you, and it actually destroys your credibility as a publisher. So why are we seeing so much unedited content proliferating the Internet? The reason is simple. There are very few people who offer audio editing services who know what they are doing. Editing audio is kind of like plastic surgery. It's part skill and part an art form. You need someone with both the skill to do it and someone who understands marketing and selling. A poor result can be gained by both a skilled surgeon as well as a good technical editor. Who you choose to do your audio editing can be one of the best investments in your business. At Hard to Find Seminars.com, we have been editing online and offline web content for six years. We have perfected a proprietary editing system that has been proven to get your customers to listen to your audio content longer and to listen to it more often, resulting in more sales for you more often, and with clean, edited audio, you can demand more money for your products and services. It's just like in life. You only have one chance to make a first impression. Every time you release and publish unedited audio content, you are projecting a poor, sloppy, I-don't-care attitude that turns your prospects off. Do your prospects a favor. Service them. Give them your best. Do them a favor by giving them professionally edited audio messages, interviews, teleseminars, and selling promotions by editing your audio. We provide full audio editing services that are fast and at a reasonable rate. We know that editing your audio content can easily pay for itself 20 times over. Call me, Michael Sunoff, for more information at 858-274-7851. I'll spend some time on the phone with you. We'll determine what audio content you're publishing. I'll be glad to offer you a free consultation on my ideas. I'll review some of your audio, and together we'll come up with a solution that gets you better results. Thanks for listening. Here is another bonus tip from Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. Did you know that I have about 25 hours of exclusive consultations on my audio clips page? letter G. If you go to hardtofindseminars.com, go to the audio clips section. This is a section where I have over 117 hours of audio interviews. Page 
G is nothing but consultations on information product development. You have over 25 hours of me giving my best advice on how to create, develop, produce, market, and sell audio information products. Go to page G if you want to learn how to create and market your own information products. Enjoy. There's an interview in the section of the audio recordings at Hard to Find Seminars. It's with a business buying expert. His name is Art Hamill. If you go back to my site, hardtofindseminars.com, and go to the product section, along the left side in light blue, you will see a list of topics. Look for the one that says business buying. Click on that link, and you'll be taken to about seven hours of exclusive interviews with Arthur Hamill. Arthur Hamill has purchased multi-million dollar businesses, over 200 of them in his lifetime, and he will tell you how to do the same thing. It's some fascinating content, and I wanted you to know about it. Here's another tip. It has to do with podcast. Did you know that not only are all 187 hours of my audio recordings available for free online at my website, hardtofindseminars.com, but each one of these audio recordings is also in the form of what's called a podcast. A podcast is a simple way for you to digitally and automatically subscribe to online and new recordings and have them downloaded into your mobile audio player, like an iTunes, iPod, or any other digital audio playing device. But the way you find my recordings on podcasts is by going to one of the number one sites called iTunes. iTunes is a virtual library for music, spoken word, and podcasts. The music and spoken word audios you'll pay money for, but the podcasts are absolutely free. Free. And you can subscribe to my podcast. All you do is go to iTunes. You'll automatically download the iTunes software, and then you will search Michael Sinoff in the subject line, and you will find most of my audio recordings right there available for you to download. This is great if you're on the road or you're on another computer, and if you have a mobile device, it'll automatically suck them right into your digital MP3 player, and you can take any of the audio recordings on the road with you. They'll also automatically notify you of any new recordings that I post as podcasts. Also, if you search through Google or Yahoo or any of the major search engines, Michael Sinoff, and then podcast, you'll find other resources with other podcast search engines that host my podcast. I hope this helps, and if you're a podcast listener, I think you'll be happy about this. So go over to iTunes and download the iTunes software and search Michael Sinoff, and you'll have all my audio recordings available for you right there. If you'd like to hone your skills as a copywriter, I have available for you the largest collection of one of the all-time master copywriters. His name is Claude Hopkins. Do a search on Claude Hopkins or go to my website, ClaudeHopkinsAdvertising.com. Claude Hopkins was one of the founders of modern-day advertising. He was one of the all-time legends in the industry, and myself and a partner have authored a book called the Claude Hopkins Advertising Collection. We have also searched thousands of newspapers to pull out all his classic ads. He's been responsible for building companies like Pepsi and Toothpaste, Palmolive, Schlitz Malt Liquor, many household products like 
puffed wheat cereal that you're still using in your kitchens today. And he was a master and the genius behind this. He was responsible for many of the cars we drive today, like the Oldsmobile. Go check it out, ClaudeHopkinsAdvertising.com. If you want the ultimate in education on how to write copy, you cannot pass this up. So go on over to ClaudeHopkinsAdvertising.com and learn from the best. Here is another bonus resource for you, and it's about a section on my site that has about 15 hours of audio interviews with copywriting experts, including Brian Keith Voiles, including Carl Galletti, including Eugene Schwartz. You will not find this content anywhere. It'll take you to an entire collection of audio recordings, MP3 downloads, and transcripts of some of my best interviews on the subject of copywriting. You'll be able to play them, download them, print the transcripts, and it's a collection you will not find anywhere else. If you want an education on copywriting, you will not find anything better than this. If you go back to my site, and in the products page, along the light blue section down on the left, you're going to see another link that has a lot of value, and it all has to do with joint ventures. Go to that page, and you're going to hear about an offer on a joint venture system like no other. If you read the letter there, it'll describe all the benefits, and the offer is virtually risk-free, meaning you can order my joint venture system, have it sent to you without paying a dime, have 30 days to review it, to digest all the information, and only if you're happy with it after 30 days do you pay. It's an offer you can't lose on, and if you're enjoying this content, you're really going to love what I have waiting for you on the joint venture link at the products page at hardtofindseminars.com. Go check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it.